Welcome. You're listening to Faith vs. Weight with Maria Bauer. Maria is a former U.S. Navy Health Information Systems Officer, current health and wellness coach, and author of the book, Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Now, here's your host, Maria Bauer. Hello and welcome. It's time for your Daily Strength to Shine. For those following along with the Faith vs. Weight program, Daily Strength to Shine Action Guide, this corresponds with Week 6, Day 3, opening with our Bible verse of the day, coming from Revelation 12.10. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Messiah for the accuser of brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. For many, Overeating is one way of detaching from shame, since it is a detachment from the needs of the body. We tend to zone out when we overeat. Obviously, with the sad, standard American diet, not everyone who has a weight issue is dealing with shame. Yet, in many cases, food is used as a coping mechanism for shame, anxiety, and depression. You may, like some of my past clients, try to separate from your body because the accuser is still tormenting you over something that happened years ago. However, according to the verse we just mentioned, the accuser has already been hurled down. You don't need to listen to that garbage anymore. Nothing anyone has ever done to you or that you have done can separate you from God. You may be unique in a lot of areas, but not this one. You have the same access to the all-encompassing love of the Lord Jesus Christ as anyone else. You also have access to his power when it comes to taking care of your body. Whatever category you are in, staple the following verse to your brain if you need to. Repeat it. Absorb it. Feel free to insert not only your name, but any family member or friend's name you are crying out to God for as well. Neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate, insert your name here, from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 8.39 You belong to the Lord. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in your midst? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For God's temple is sacred and you together are that temple. 1 Corinthians 3, 16 through 17. If you have been abused, you do not need to waste bitterness or wish for revenge. Why? Because the Lord says vengeance is his. You belong to the Lord. The reality is, even if it were okay to take vengeance on another person, this is chump change compared to the wrath of God. I will execute great vengeance on them with wrathful rebukes, and they will know that I am the Lord when I lay my vengeance on them. Ezekiel 25, 17. I wonder if the Lord takes vengeance out of our hands because he can do a much better job. Our job is to forgive and to pray for the salvation of the person who has hurt us. And as impossible as this may seem on your own, it is entirely possible with the Lord. When you forgive someone, you put God in between you and that person. It is no longer about them. Forgiveness reveals whether or not you trust God. When I am unable to forgive, I ask the Lord to supernaturally remove the anger from within me. It works. More importantly, it frees up energy for his glory. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Romans 12, 19. When someone acts outside of God's will, they are sinning against God first. You are not the only one who has been hurt. 
God has more than one reason to want vengeance. He hurts because of the sin against him, and he hurts because of the sin against you. He has been hurt from every angle. However, even God knows who is behind the hurting. He is also hurt because the person doing the hurting has been led astray. This is why we need to pray for that person. They have been deceived by the father of lies, and they have to live with the consequences both now and in eternity. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. Dividing his garments among them, they cast lots. Luke 23, 34. Instead of putting the blame on the father of lies where it belongs, sometimes we wind up being angry at and or blaming slash shaming ourselves. You see this a lot in spousal abuse and in adult victims of child abuse. Many abused women and adult victims of child abuse wind up believing it is somehow their fault on some level because they are still listening to the accuser. Since there is nothing worse than feeling out of control of the situation, we are looking for a way to bring some order to it. Why did this happen? What did I do to cause or deserve this? Many wind up blaming themselves. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good, Romans 12, 21. It is true these events represent chaos in our minds, but God is the only one who can bring order out of confusion. Blaming ourselves does not change the outcome. We do not have the power to go back in time, and even if we did, we are not the cause. We need to go forward, asking God for healing and peace. If we don't do this, we wind up with unhealthy behaviors later in life, resulting from not releasing anger from past abuses. This affects everything from our health to our relationships. Diet alone is never going to fix this. Many people are unhealthy today because they are angry about something that happened yesterday. Suppressed anger wastes a tremendous amount of energy and is exhausting. If you are waiting for an apology or a relationship to be restored from someone who is either unable or unwilling, you could be waiting a really long time, maybe even the rest of your life. How much of your future are you willing to waste on your past? Submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. James 4, 7. Past herbs seem to be like messages signed by the accuser sealed in a bottle, floating out to sea, locked forever in time, never to be discovered or dealt with. How long ago did it happen? Is it still happening? Is it still happening in your head? Many people do not even realize they are sabotaging their health and life today because of a sin either done to them or that they initiated in some long ago yesterday. The accuser then seizes this opportunity to trick you into thinking your legitimate need for healing can only be satisfied in illegitimate ways, so you're stuck. Unfortunately, I see this like reruns from a bad soap opera over and over again with many new clients. But as for you... You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good in order to bring it about as it is this day to save many lives. Genesis 50, 20. If you don't allow Jesus to heal you, you may be blocking your opportunity to be used for good. You cannot blame the person who hurt you for you not allowing God to heal you. You can't even blame God. He has been waiting to heal you. By allowing yourself to be healed, you now possess the potential to help heal many other lives in the process, starting with those closest to you. Not only does he plan to give you a hope and a future, he even plans to restore your past in the process. That is, if you will let him. So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten. Joel 2.25 Today's reflection, are you allowing the Lord to use you for good? Today's action. 
Is there someone who hurt you in the past that you now realize was deceived by the father of lies? Number two, pray for that person. Number three, accept the Lord's healing so that he can use you for good. Thank you for listening to Faith Versus Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Consult your physician before starting any weight loss or exercise program 